this might get weird. Are we rolling? We're rolling. Well, then cheers, Grace Helvin. Cheers, memory heart. Y'all, it is the first This Might Get Weird of 2024. Look at us back in the old back house for uh, a brand new year. You don't even understand the 30 minutes before you got here. This is organized right now. I get it. 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 What was I just reading this morning? I was reading some list of like what's in, what's out. Oh, babe, which I we feel like talk that's to. Gonna, this is going to be. Hold on. Okay. Yeah. I know this podcast is going to be us discussing resolutions, what's in, our vibe. But first, we have to tell the people who don't follow you on Instagram. Oh, God. You guys. A small <laughs> life detail. Well, the crazy thing is it's been, what, two or three weeks since we've recorded. Yeah. And in those last two or three weeks, I don't, I was just telling you before we started, I have to remind myself yep. what's happened and what's real and what's not real. And what's real is that I currently have no evidence of cancer in Woo! my body. Yeah. Complete response, I, baby. I'm like, everyone yeah. turn down your volume while we scream. Yeah. Uh, uh, you don't have cancer. Yeah. Pretty amazing. I mean, the fact that it's also happening this time of year where everything feels, you know, not Strange very real. Surreal. Yeah. The last week I've truly <sighs> I, it's like I've just crawl out and yeah. peek my eye out the window at like a whale that's what i had to text you in. when we we always take christmas off and i had to text you to be like we are taking off this week yeah. right what's going on uh but yeah it was surreal one i've had my surgery since the yes. last we recorded oh which right okay that's i when know that's how long we doubled up yeah. yeah and so that went well and was intense and then we had this hilarious week of waiting and recovering from surgery i love what you call hilarious uh yeah because you're just trying to find stuff to pass the time right like, look i did smoke some weed in, earlier than i normally do on those what, what would be early what would uh, be early usually i wait till at least the sun goes down oh good for you yeah i really enjoy doing that but this was like it's one o'clock okay it's and my that weed yeah you just got surge you just and I'm, cancer. I'm anxious about just having to wait until we find right. out because you can't think about anything else because the alternative was that if it did not come back as a complete response, I would have 14 rounds of chemo to do. Which when Ooh. you told me that, like I couldn't even. Yeah, I don't even you're I didn't even let myself think yes, about that. Your brain is so strong because just as your friend, I was like. No, that doesn't exist. Yeah. No, that's not a possibility. Uh, well, that's my... No, uh, no, no. The last meeting we have with my oncologist before my sixth round of chemo, that's what he had kind of said, just very casually and moved past it. Because in his mind, you know, this treatment for triple positive breast cancer works. Like, it is aggressive okay. because it works and they're going for complete response. So throughout the whole process, he was not even mentioning, like, alternatives or what could happen, like, if you know, this doesn't work. And then he slipped in and a he, massive bomb. He did say like, it, you know, the reality is if it doesn't come back, you would have 14 rounds of chemo. So that's not what we want. And I was like, yee, wow. Okay. Which would be like two and a half times as much as you've already had. Yeah. And it just wears you down mentally that mm -hmm. like by the sixth round, I was like, thank God I don't have to do any more right now. Cause it's just emotionally getting hard. Mm -hmm. Like physically I can get through it, but emotionally I'm just like, <sighs> you yeah. know so thankfully it all worked and the aggressive treatment was worth it uh so now i go into radiation and hormone therapy which from what i understand is far easier than what i've been through yeah but we'll have its own little quirks throughout the process i know you're not a doctor but i was <laughs> i mean <laughs> almost almost one but no i was um explaining i think I don't I don't think to chip um, it was either like my mom or someone yeah um, about like next steps and so when they say hormone therapy yeah is it because is it like chemo depleted hormones or is it like you need to amp up certain hormones to just like you know tag in and finish the rest of the job because I actually looked this up this okay, morning okay. I was like why do they do because it's it's also interesting like, you know like someone like Hank Green right. obviously knows Sorry, the I didn't science. Mean to put you on the spot. No, no, no. I looked this up this morning because I too was like, I just take things as face value. Even Elliot told me when I did my lumpectomy, I was still like recovering and like not awake from anesthesia. And my surgical doctor came out and talked to him and told him how the surgery went. And she was like, she's the most laid back patient I've I ever mean, had. That's and, no surprise here. But it's truly because I'm living in blissful ignorance that I, I'm like, Elliot is clocking all of the really important science jargon that I need to know 
I am like, is it good or bad? Right. That's it. And then I will uh, figure it out. You have to go a little Lebowski. Yeah. But this and it's also my own like coping mechanism, survival mechanism of being like, I can't process that. Do I need to process that? So I won't. Yeah. Uh, But the radiation and the hormone therapy are basically to help uh, reduce the risk of recurrence. Okay. And because triple positive is like a, a triple positive hormone, it's her too, uh, triple positive which is like a hormone situation so they have the hormone therapy to like counteract and reduce the risk of the recurrence happening in the future okay there we go yeah for hormone sensitive breast cancers that's what they uh or early stage hormone sensitive breast cancers hormone therapy follows the lumpectomy so that we reduce risk we're basically now it's like we're spell checking our final document you know Mm -hmm. it's like we wrote the book now we're going back and just editing a little bit Look at this analogy. Metaphors all over the place. I mean, Here all we over go. the place. Uh, well, so that's like pretty much the biggest news of all time. Mm-hmm. Um, and still very surreal because I also have this like yeah. brain fog. So I'm like, what well, is real life right now? So um, real life is that's good. There's still stuff to do. I haven't fully. Um, I, I think everyone that's in this process can resonate with this, that like you are so afraid of the other shoe dropping that you're like good news okay cool so you don't fully like accept it like yeah i will take it on i think f- as we go further in this process but for now i'm just like yes that's good yeah no <laughs> savor the moment you yeah. know and also it's just like you did you did the hard thing crazy crazy you did the hard thing you know and then you make it we're all making these little recap reels of like our year and when <laughs> oh, i was very, i was like this is I was like emotional picking out these like little clips, but also being like, what the fuck happens? <laughs> like, yeah, what was that? Oh, <laughs> my gosh. Was, yeah. My recap was just like, I watch Mamrie's weight completely fluctuate. <laughs> <laughs> fit, in 40, fit by 40. Yeah. Write a cookbook. No, uh, I don't think it's going to happen. No, you uh you're still working on your cookbook. You're in the thick of it it. right now. I'm in it. We Mm -hmm. have the second half of photography in, I I guess, three weeks from today. Wow. And there's just so much because I've talked about it on here before. I'm just like really trying to make it look cool and not just be like, hey, here's a countertop with a well-lit casserole. You know what I mean? It's like, no, I want it to be interesting and unique and all that jazz. Yeah. But so we have that. So there's just so much to plan. But all I'm not kidding, Grace. Hmm. I woke up. Like it, at 4 a.m. last night and just went like, switch it to broccoli. Like, you know, like this is like you say that all you think about is food. Yes. And now it's to another level. Now it's to a psychotic degree. <laughs> like, I don't know if I've ever thought about black eyed peas more in my entire life. Are it- you nervous? OK, I don't want to okay. add on any anxiety because this it's is fine. also ultimately a passion project, dream project. Oh, I'm losing money. Well, by uh, the time I'm not saying I pay everyone and taxes, I've lost money on this. So okay. it's truly a passion project. Yeah. <laughs> but that said, like the idea of people making these yes. recipes, of course, you have to be thinking constantly about every nook and cranny of you how gotta, it works. You got to think of the nook and crannies. And also <laughs> it's the toughest part has been. The way I cook is improvisational. Yeah, yeah. And also, and also, like with baking, it like works or it doesn't. Right. But with food like this, people have preferences. Yeah. So it's less like like you can eat a chocolate chip co- cookie and be like, oh, I wish it had you know it was a little crispy or whatever. Mm-hmm. But like you can eat something and be like, too much garlic, yeah. too little garlic, too much salt, not enough pepper. You yeah. know, like there's it's such personal taste. Yeah. That um. Yeah, I'm just like, please no. I like, I'm gonna say so much. Like, don't please don't buy this book if you're like incredibly analytical and like, or yeah. like, or like very buy the book because it's I'm like, be fun. I was like, and salt and pepper to taste. Yeah, you need more acid. Do it. It's a little too acidic. Add some more maple. Like, yeah. So I feel like the whole book, I'm writing it with guardrails of being like, there's free will, man. Like, <laughs> this do isn't what, that serious. Do whatever makes you feel good and enjoy the photos and the yeah. like. They're roadmaps. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, I'll show you the destination. Here's some different routes. Yeah. But, like, choose and it's what like makes you thought feel good. starters, too. That it's like, think about things this way. Have you ever thought right. about it this way? Right. Yeah. It, this presentation is fun. So anyway, I'm in that crazy ass mode. Yeah. Of just thinking about it and waking up in the middle of the night and, and being like, switch it to 
to sherry shallot vinaigrette <laughs> you know like truly yeah. not thinking about anything else but there's a lot to do but hey yeah it's a new year it's a new year let's fucking talk about it yeah man. Do you, okay <laughs> okay who else is trying to eat healthier at the top of the year i know for a fact i am and that's why hungry root is so helpful they make meal planning easy and nutritious hungry root is the easiest way to get fresh high quality food delivered to your door they've got healthy groceries and simple recipes all in one place you get to take a fun, short quiz, and Hungry Root will get to know you, your goals, how you like to eat, they'll ask what flavors you like, what kitchen appliances do you even use, and more. And then they'll keep your needs and preferences at the top of mind and start building you a cart with delicious recipes and all of your grocery needs for the week. They'll recommend recipes and groceries based on your tastes. You can take their suggestions, or you can choose anything you want. They've got fresh produce, high-quality meat and seeds, seafood, pantry staples, healthy snacks and sweets, and so much more. Yesterday, I made a grilled chicken sweet kale salad from my box from Hungry Root, and it took literally about five minutes to do. And the day before, I made a turkey and brie Thanksgiving sandwich for Elliot that took me all of five minutes. I won't lie. I made two of them for him because he liked the first one so much he asked for another. And it took me five minutes. Hungry Root goes beyond your weekly grocery haul with thousands of easy recipes that actually put your groceries to good use before they're forgotten in the back of your fridge. And the best part is that Hungry Root follows a simple standard. It's gotta taste good, be quick to make, and contain whole trusted ingredients. Spend less time meal planning, shopping, and cooking, and more time enjoying healthy food that you'll actually love with Hungry Root. Right now, Hungry Root is offering, this might get weird listeners, 40% off your first delivery. Do you hear that? 40, 40% off your first delivery and free veggies for life. Just go to HungryRoot.com slash TMGW to get 40% off your first delivery and your free veggies. That's HungryRoot.com slash TMGW. Don't forget to use our link so they know that we sent you. Y'all, you already know that I am absolutely obsessed with the brand Skims. Their underwear are literally the most comfortable underwear I've ever put on. Plus, I'll get like the high-waisted ones. They're seamless. I feel like I am an 80s centerfold. I'm obsessed. Absolutely obsessed with them. But let me tell you about these bras, okay? Your girl's got some boobies and she's got to have some support. But what comes with that is normally uncomfortable and constricting. And when I first take it off when I get home, I'm like, oh, geez, but not with Skims. Okay, Skims has created some of the most comfortable underwear and bras imaginable. And they're super flattering. So you're not going to get that little like back ripple that is my absolute 2024 nemesis. Even the underwire bras I'm wearing all day and barely even notice them. It's definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home, okay? Yeah, it's my pants. Absolutely. Skims is creating the next generation of underwear and bras for everybody. And Okay, let me tell you about this new bra I got. I got the no-show balconette bra in red. That's right. I normally go for black or more of the skin tone that Skims makes, but I went for red, and y'all, it's the sexiest bra I've ever owned. I'm not even kidding. It's like sheer. You don't see anything. You, uh, look, you do. You see a little nipple, okay? Not through the shirt, but, you know, when you take a selfie and send it to your boyfriend, and then he says, where the hell did you get this bra? I love it, okay? I'm obsessed with their bras, obsessed with their underwear. You need to give it a shot if you haven't. Look, it has a lot of hype surrounding it. And so you'd be like, what? I'm not gonna do something because it's so popular. Oh, what a fool you are. It has hype because it is worth the hype. Skims bras are made with innovative technology to give you the best shape and support. Plus, every bra is designed with the comfiest and softest materials, so you're gonna feel like you're wearing nothing. They offer a complete system of bra solutions for every need and style. Skims bras are available now in 62 sizes. That's 30A to 46H. So believe the hype. They've got over 100,000 five-star reviews for a reason, and they're now available at skims.com. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. So if you haven't yet be sure to let them know we sent you after you place your order select podcast in the survey and select our show this might get weird in the drop down menu that follows you guys give it a shot it's gonna make your 2024 that much more this is 
everyone's posting their ins and outs. Okay, I haven't done it yet. I haven't done it because I don't feel like I've existed in the normal rhythm of life for the last year. Right. So I have. I don't know how connected I am to the zeitgeist right now. I totally get it. You. I mean. Yours is a whole new world. Yeah, you're, you're full aerial right I, now. Uh, yeah, I'm get. I'm I'm in a rebirth right mm-hmm. now. I'm no. scrolling back, however, and I'm like, what did I say I was going to do more of last year? Right, this year. I think I did like a more or more and less uh, list. Oh, okay, okay. Oof. Oh wait, you have it. You yeah. have your list from. Okay. I just scrolled back to like things I want to do more of in this next year. Okay. Yikes. <laughs> It could be a copy and paste for okay. Finishing books. Okay. I think I did a couple this year. Yeah, yeah, you did. We did. There is documentation yes. of us. Which, by the way, there is not to cut you off. Uh, there's another bar flies bad at reading flies happening. <gasps> um, the let's see, twenty eighth Sunday January twenty wow. eighth uh, at two p.m. Is it the remarkable thing what is it yeah it's uh i want to get the absolutely (laughs) remarkable thing it's like hank green's book titles are similar to this i feel like that i'm like i don't want to get this wrong this was suggested by a patron oh remarkably bright creatures remarkably bright creatures which we currently are not (laughs) exactly i'm i'm powering through no but i'm looking through and there's you know going to bed earlier lol (laughs) nature never heard of it (laughs) breakfast dates forget it going to see plays didn't see one this is still a good list for this year i know roll over i saw a couple live comedy things live comedy is one nice (laughs) dancing no but i am getting into yoga now okay farmer's markets okay crafts old movies didn't watch one Mm. breakfast dates not so much Mm. looking fire at 40 i look fire all the time but no i did not meet my goals (laughs) i my personal goals so i think this is a good copy and paste i will say yeah what wasn't on here is knowing i was going to be writing a cookbook and my best friend was getting cancer right that's so what we'll i mean give a little gra- we'll give a little grace for grace yes. there's adaptation <laughs> don't there's you love flexibility <laughs> well also looking through i don't know what everyone else sees on their algorithm but so many people i was seeing on instagram at least just being like this year was awful tough year this was a shitty year like it was so much about people just getting through what was not a good Mm. year and i was like oh hey same like good to know that this was maybe an off year for a lot of people but i also feel like some people have been saying that since 2020 fair so maybe it's kind of like it's almost like 2020 was so rough that yeah things kind of come in fours in life with like I'm mainly thinking of high school and college, (laughs) but like maybe we graduated a little bit, even though like COVID's rampant right now, but it's like, maybe we can all be like, Hey, we're finally ready to have a little hope. And there's during an election year. Yeah. Jesus Christ. I mean, then there's a lot going on in the world. The, I think residual like ripple effects of pandemic, like still happen. I think people, at least, you know, for me, I, it's, been wild all over the place but i do still have like a lot of residual anxiety just like from life being halted and put on this weird pause and thinking that you're gonna go back to something but you're never going back to like whatever life was was before before. it's ultimately a little different and i think that is a bit of the hardship too that people like haven't graduated on realizing like you're we're not going back we're not going back yeah you and i were talking about it because we went um we went and got dinner last week and it was yeah. so nice to like go on a double date and to celebrate and to celebrate. <laughs> um, And it is kind of like when you have been on your own quarantine. Yeah. And during all this, I mean, luckily you've been talking to people and you've been sharing the journey and all that jazz. But it's it's kind of like if someone went through like a covid lockdown but the rest of the world was still happening. Yeah. That's what you said it best. You were like, you and LA, it's like you guys are in the pandemic again, but it's just the two of you in the yeah. pandemic. And that's how it feels. I feel like a little creature like crawling out of the shadows of like a cliff being like, oh, I got to figure out how to like walk through this world again. This is, mm-hmm. and it's got to be baby steps. I was just at therapy and okay. I am impatient and I want to like do everything and make up for lost right. time. And I'm like, that ultimately gets me 
anxious as well. One of my goals. I oh my God. Made, yeah. I'm, I love this talk so much. I haven't made <laughs> resolutions because I feel like resolutions. Yeah. I wrote about this on our Patreon. I love that post. That it's like they're flimsy to me. Like mm-hmm. they I don't take them seriously. I never really have. So they just feel a little superficial to me and I never really follow through and then it makes me feel bad and then it's a cycle of like shame well I think even the wording of it it's like I you're resolving to do stuff something which I don't know now I'm like what's the definition of that but (laughs) I always like to frame it more in like these are my goals yeah that's what not these are the things I'm gonna stop doing it's like I would like I would like to drink less not you're not gonna drink right you know what I mean like those kind of things yes I would like to exercise more not get off your ass yeah that's kind of how I'm thinking like Elliot and I were coming up with goals and also just like general kind of like motivations for Mm -hmm. this year and I really like to plan more like actually put time into planning travel to planning grocery shopping like to planning just like things that need time to maintain okay well here's the thing is during that patreon post you talked about like your word for the year is soft soft strength is a really um very like i saw i have this lunar planner uh for the year and they have this astrological overview in the front and they were saying like the word for the year is soft soft power soft strength Mm. and i was like i love that because i found so much surprising strength in vulnerability this year i've always Mm -hmm. had a lot of walls up and like the way i present myself in my creative work is like comedy first so it's like not right always just like vulnerable Mm -hmm. um and this year that changed dramatically and it's been very rewarding and there's like a sense that being more i guess emotional or sensitive or vulnerable isn't a weakness which i think is what i had in my head before uh, and instead, I feel like very free. Like there's a lot this. of liberation in just being like, here's what's going on in my life. Honestly, like, I I yeah. mean, you can tell by what you've been putting out there and it's, you know, obviously connecting. Um, but in that same token, when you're talking about that, mine is mindfulness. Ooh. So it's like uh, mindfully how I'm like moving my body mindful Mm. with how much time I'm on social media mindful with food mindful am I drinking because I'm bored or am I drinking like you know or is this a nice fun social thing I'm mindful about my space you know like yeah Grace I had a thought today and I was like oh my god I'm Grace Helbig (laughs) I might I might rent a dumpster hey it's pretty cleansing literally and metaphorically i mean i you know me i donate i run up and donate things like all the time yeah but it it was to the point where like after i had to clean out my fridge (laughs) i still have two tote bags full of white claw right beside us out of frame um we're being like i feel like my whole space is that fridge right now yeah where i'm like okay Nothing is wrong with this. Okay, I could use it in five years. Yeah. But what the fuck? Like, just donate it. I'll, I'll recommend you a, a, a dumpster guy. A dumpster, because they go through <laughs> they go through your dumpster, too. It doesn't just all go to trash. Oh, yeah. So, I feel so much better exactly, about that. Exactly. So that's why I'm like, oh, this isn't just going in a pile. Mm. At least that's what I'm told. Yeah, but. totally. But also mindfulness, like mindfulness with money. Yeah. Mindfulness with, um, you know, like how i will sorry this is a very special episode but how it'll be like i'll spend a thousands of dollars on on going out to eat and whatnot and i'm not yeah. gonna stop doing that but like but then i'll be like i can't buy a plane ticket to go visit this person you yeah, know what i mean yeah. Where it's like yes i can yeah just be more mindful about like you know maybe don't get four parking tickets and that's a <laughs> and that's a plane ride to north carolina to see family yeah you know a lot of like um being present too you know i feel like we're both similar in that we live in like up in our heads a lot and just like social awareness but also just like constantly thinking about like what's next what do i have to do Mm -hmm. what needs to get done and our systems of organization are a little like chaotic at times so we're just like constantly trying to figure out so you're up here instead of like being in your body in, in the moment which ultimately would probably keep you from getting those parking tickets because you're looking around and realizing like oh I can't park here got it but that's like so much easier to say than to actually do it is it is but I'm gonna just try to be more mindful about I feel like I've done a lot of kind of clunking around Frankenstein's monster just like getting through it yeah and instead of being like what's actually gonna make me feel good yeah yeah like what what is gonna make me like 
kind of proud of myself today. Uh-huh. I mean, I know that sounds so corny, but no, like, it's not corny. It's true. It's checking in with yourself. I'm just like the amount of days that I've like ended and been like, what the fuck did I do today? Yeah, exactly. Who the, how much was I on Instagram? Exactly. And or watched some shit I don't care about or uh-huh. like when it's I could have been doing something that felt better it's for me. It's numbing yeah. for me, at least. It's like yes. I can't sit with myself in whatever uncomfortable feeling I'm having about whatever it is. So I look externally for like I'm going to mindlessly scroll or I'm going to put on reality TV mm-hmm. or I'm going to like do something else that isn't fulfilling but just passes time and feels safe you know it just feels like I don't have to think about anything Mm -hmm. right now and that's a lot of like what I'm trying to work on this year too is just like putting in gentle systems of like we're trying like literally an hour of writing a day just yeah. to see what that does I don't ha- it doesn't have to be perfect I could maybe sit and not write because I don't know what I'm writing or I write a couple sentences or yeah. whatever it is but just like consistently I keep coming back to I've said this on Patreon Michael Buckley has this phrase and for some reason Love a him. couple weeks ago it he says it all the time but it just like ding bell went oh. off that I was like I connect with this that he was like honoring honor your commitments to yourself And I was like, that's, I think, where I'm falling short is that I'm not even making these commitments because I'm already thinking I'm not going to do them and that Mm. I'm going to like fall back and it's going to make me ultimately feel bad. So I'm like, why am I not choosing to honor the commitments to myself? Like, what is that resistance? And it's just like old conditioning, old programming that's like keeping like this perfectionist kind of thing that's like, I'm not even going to do that because I don't have a clear, perfect way of doing it right right now. Well, and also I think on that same token, uh, at least for like my brain is and quit over committing yourself. Yeah, because what I do is I go. There's 9,000 there's 9,000 things I want to do. Yeah. I have so many ideas and I get so caught up in like bouncing 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 that I either don't finish it or I'm I know it could have been better. Yeah. And it's so funny because like I'm working on this idea with my friend Kiwi and and we were like, okay, I mean, we're still seeing if it's going to be a thing we write or yeah. not. Um, you know, like the power isn't in our hands anymore. And I was like, okay. And she, she goes to me, she goes, okay, but if this happens, you're not allowed to even say another idea to me until it's finished. <laughs> and I was like, what? She was just like, you have great ideas, but you have so many ideas yeah, yeah. that like we, we need to like prioritize. Yeah. yeah. And I feel like I'm, you know. Granted, like we podcast, I write, we we have um, a bunch of the cookbook, yeah. like a lot of things are going on, but it's true. It's like right there in that seat piled full of shit beside you. Yeah. I have like 27 pages of a short story that's probably 70 percent written. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like I, I just need to like check the check stuff off because I think it'll free up mental space I need yeah I need the dumpster for my brain I've heard and I haven't read this book but Rick Rubin who wrote this book about what the creative act or something I think well, he's the music producer right is is that what he is yeah he's He's a legendary music producer that has like no actual musical experience and I saw him he was front row at AEW Raw pay-per-view when chip and i went to wrestling a few months ago yeah (laughs) Yeah. is that rick rubin (laughs) he makes the rounds on my instagram algorithm on all these like mindful podcasts and stuff yeah Yeah. and i'm i think maybe i'm misquoting but his book the creative act is about committing and finishing one creative act before you move on to another and that's i equally be able to finish that book i think it comes from there was (laughs) one of my previous i know that's this book has been on my reading to-do list for like two years so this is like a very hilariously bullshitty that i'm even being like this book is about this concept that's very resonant for me as i haven't read this book let's make it the next bar flies we'll tag team it's pretty big is it it's a big boy okay Okay, maybe it's not uh, <laughs> right it's, for me at the moment. Uh, but that I still, you know, you, years of hustling. Yeah. You kind of condition your brain to you have constantly have to think about what's next. You have all these plates spinning. Don't drop a plate. So you are not spending time with one particular project mm-hmm. and being more precious with it, which is also what I want to do this year is have like you know, two or three main things that I really want to try to work on, but work on in a consistent way that doesn't make me like walk away because it's not 
immediately clear how to do this well, right now. Immediately clear. And to be fair, and I feel like this will resonate with anyone who's listening who's in like a freelance world at mm-hmm. all. It's also difficult to go, oh, let me make sure I finish this that I have no prospect currently of ever being paid for. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. in the creative set where you got to go like, okay, I need... I was talking to someone about an idea the other day and I was like, okay, I have this idea, but like I need to write it so I have done it for myself Yeah. or all I'm going to do is keep thinking about this idea for like another four years, you yeah. know, and it's like freeing up that mental space. It's yeah. like it's paying, it's living in my head rent free. <laughs> <laughs> and, yeah. you know, and just because like there isn't a place, it's a home for it. Yeah. The home should not still just be in my head. Yeah. Because you have other stuff to think about. You're working mm. on a cookbook right now. Girl. <laughs> broccoli. Move the broccoli. Just full minority report. Okay, who else is frustrated with their wardrobe right now? I cannot be the only one, right? As my lifestyle evolves, I want a wardrobe that matches, and right now I'm a little in between, and maybe you are too. Whether you're going on vacation, looking for maternity wear, or simply just bored with your old clothes, the stylists at Stitch Fix make sure you always have something to wear. Stitch Fix is the best way to shop for new styles and brands. Think of them as your style partner. Your stylist will learn about your tastes and collaborate with you on looks that you'll love without breaking the bank. All you do is you share your preferences, sizes, and budget with Stitch Fix, and they'll send you five items in a fix right to your door. With your choices in mind and sizes from extra small to 3XL, they'll find you the perfect fit. You try everything on at home, you keep what you like, and you send back the rest. Shipping and returns are always free. They have over 1,000 brands and styles, so no matter what season of life you're in, Stitch Fix has you covered. You simply order a refresh as needed or set it and forget it with regular fixes you are in control over time stitch fix and their seasoned style experts will match you with greater precision to perfect pieces for you based on your likes and dislikes it is so easy i have loved using stitch fix in the past i get very much in my own mental loops about what i should wear and they have a very wonderful and gentle process of getting stuff that you know you'll like, but pushing your limits a little bit, evolving your style as it were. Thanks, Stitch Fix. You know, they just get me and they'll get you too. So try today at stitchfix.com slash TMGW and you'll get 25% off when you keep everything in your fix. That's stitchfix.com slash TMGW, stitchfix.com slash TMGW. Guys, it's that time of year, the beginning of the year, where we all decide to analyze what the last year was like and what we'd like to do differently. And if I haven't said it yet on this podcast, one of the things I want to do is be more mindful of my money. And one way to do that is using rocket money. Rocket money is incredible. You know that you are probably signed up for so many apps that you don't use, or maybe you did a free trial just so you could watch the first episode of a show and see if you liked it, and then you forgot that you were gonna be charged monthly and you've been paying for it for a whole entire year and a half. If that hasn't happened to you, congrats, because it happened to me and I only found out that was happening because of Rocket Money. Rocket Money is this personal finance app that finds and also cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower bills. I'm saying if they go, hey, did you know you're paying for these four streaming services? And you go, I did not. They will cancel it for you, okay? They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple months of wasted money and negotiate a lower bill for you by up to 20% if you want to keep it. Hello, it's like you have... a wingman, you have a bouncer, you have someone in your corner for all these ridiculous auto charges. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest, okay? I can see all of my subscriptions in one place and if I see something that I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service or wait for those long holds of that terrible music. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. So, y'all this is the time you can you can make one little move and already be saving money if that is something you are looking to do and if you aren't congrats but we could all save a little money okay so stop wasting it on things you don't use cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash tmgw that's rocketmoney.com slash tmgw rocketmoney.com slash tmgw give it a shot you have nothing to lose except more money if you don't give it a shot 
Okay, so you're going to be soft strength. I'm going to be mindfulness. Yeah, this is nice. But it also feels like, yeah, just a presence, a consciousness, like a patience with yourself a little bit. Yeah. That's at least I'm trying to learn that in this process. I feel like we have a fantastic example for you to start the year off Mm -hmm. in what we talked about a couple weeks ago, Hmm. asking for what you want. Because I put on my Instagram story, why have I not, of all the people, look, I've seen like a lot of people put up, uh, you know, like sex toy or like vibrators, like all those things, uh, ads. And then I was on my Instagram and and Alana Glazer, who is a friend, put it up. (laughs) And I was like, well, she's the epitome of cool. Yes. So like I use her as a benchmark for like, this is not weird or embarrassing yeah. to promote, especially since it's things I use. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so it's not like I'm like promoting T-bone steaks. Like right. these are things that I like. <laughs> it's authentic to you. And I stand by. And so I put it on my Instagram story. And sure enough, a friend of ours who we've both worked with before was yeah. like, I have an in at one of these. Would friend you- of ours who we both worked with before put on my Instagram story today. How about talking about that brand deal Mamrie manifested for herself? <laughs> Oh, for the podcast? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I was like, I would absolutely like this. And so I put it on my Instagram story. Grace, I had the contract signed within 24 hours. Amazing. That's powerful shit. That's powerful shit. If we and were I was manifesting like, gurus, we would be just like floating above <laughs> this table right now, high on our own supply. Truly, but but here's the thing that I was like, I was like, Grace will know more about this than I do. Uh-oh. Is it about manifesting or vocalizing and asking for what you want. You know, I don't know. I, didn't go I don't like, know jack I shit this. about manifesting. I was like, someone gives me this. I don't know jack shit about manifesting because every time I try to learn about manifesting, I get cringed out about mm, manifesting. Mm-hmm. I think it's but, asking. There's, yeah. I saw this clip of Meryl Streep doing an awards show or like acceptance speech, yeah. one of her trillion. Um, and I'm not going to get the quote right, but she was like, it's amazing what you can do when you quietly kindly authoritatively like like she was just like say exactly what you want yeah you know towards me and then that's soft strength yeah being like oh i'm gonna say exactly what i want i'm Mm -hmm. just doing it like you know yeah in a nice way exactly and i mean that's the thing it hasn't happened because you didn't ask for it before and then you asked for it where is my deal right and then boom there it is oh god now i'm just people are being like (laughs) and i'm immediately hitting unfollow on maybe's instagram because it's just going to be like where's the money no that's i mean the, the that's my trouble constantly with sliding into dms is that there is a balance between our social media presence being authentically for ourselves and a business that we run yeah right and i because we've been doing it for so long, people, I am like wowed at people that really run their Instagram like a full on business, do brand deals, no problem. It's Just crazy. like don't blink twice about the way they integrate things. And I'm like, I could never, that doesn't, that's so, people will know, because we come from the era that like, we couldn't talk about like the brand deals for I like mean, and we tried to slip them in covertly and then people were like i'm overtly now gonna well, talk about- i have to legally put hashtag yeah. whatever when before and everyone would be like that person's getting money for that and they're not saying it like it was yes. this thing that was almost like looked down on in some weird way oh but also God. championed at the same time because the industry was growing and booming how do i slip in a commercial like yeah. easily or you know uh, i <laughs> The amount of times you and I have been on a panel and been like, listen, <laughs> this generation can smell bullshit. <laughs> you have to be authentic. When Meanwhile, we were just trying to like, you know, like pay yeah. our bills and make money yeah. with like not even saying like, yeah, we're getting fucking paid for this. Yeah. But now it's also it's just like inherent in the business. I mean, it's yeah. like it is. This is our business. Like these are our jobs, which I forget because it's also like our lives and our mm-hmm. like, uh, you know, personalities at the same time. It's a struggle I've struggled with for the last, Listen. you know, how many other whatever years. You guys know you get our this would probably I guess this would be our fourth annual first podcast of the year where we're like, let's have some introspection. Let's talk. Oh, you mean like in how many we've done or we've only done four? How many years has this podcast been going on? Like five or six years? This past? No. Seven. No. Like four or five. Elliot and I have been together for five years this month. 
Then it's been five exactly. Yeah. It was five this past October. Yes. Wow. I know, right? So this is our fifth beginning yeah. of the year. What are our goals? What are we going to do? Yeah. I mean, I think wow. we're going to crush it. You don't have cancer. I don't have cancer. And I have a great recommendation for something to watch for everyone. Oh, my God. Tell me everything. In the same line of uh, science fair that I talked about a few weeks ago. Okay. Um, the Secret Life of Dancing Dogs, which this has been recommended, sent in my DMs so many times. Thank you guys. You everyone was sending clips, being like, "You made me need to talk about this." Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, okay, we saw this before, and we mentioned it." I watched the series. It has drama. Really? There are like dance interpersonal moms? beefs. Yeah. Okay. I won't ruin, but it's also not that dramatic which makes it yeah. even more interesting yeah it's a world i literally was looking <laughs> as i got through four episodes of six in total and i was on my phone being like elliot should we go to the cruffs international dog dancing competition in as like a bigger package travel to europe trip this year i mean yes and then i'll go do my thing and i'll meet you there yeah it's, and we'll and we'll send uh, middle fingers to the world's ugliest dog competition oh my god yeah this is like it's attended by thousands of people I love it. it's called cruffs cruffs oh that is tough teeth. for my crispy r's <laughs> yeah <laughs> but there are like vendettas there's Stop. uh like this someone that won the year before they won by a very minimal amount but there's this one girl named jennifer who's like no spoilers she's red dyed hair like very yeah. branded out like she's got fans and like is oh. you know she's the believes that she's the star of this okay thing. she okay. took to her tiktok after, she took to her tiktok after last she year's and that's that's how you know she got serious yeah, yeah, yeah. she took to her tiktok to say that she was like upset with how the judging panned out because she came in second. So now they were following what's going to happen this year. So there's going to be a second season. No, no, no. This oh. is that was the beginning of this oh, season where she was jaded. Yeah. And so you watch how they all come into this season. And it's just interesting. And it's all these very like there's a type of woman that is attracted to this mm. venture, at least from what I watched in this docuseries. And they love these dogs so much that it's also beautiful and so sweet. And like, again, one of those things where these people are so passionate about this that yeah. I'm like infatuated with their passion. Now, a question. Yeah. Is there an array of breeds? Yes. Okay. And there's like a woman that's trying to prove that tiny dogs can be just as good of dancers as these other dogs. She just got herself a fan. There's not one specific type of breed. So that's also what's interesting. And it's like right. everyone's like hand making their costumes and stuff. Oh, and they're this. all themed out. And it's just fun and sweet. And it was way more dramatic than I thought it was going to be. Well, I need the drama. I need some stuff. I'm I'm definitely not that I was watching less TV anyway. Well, we we've been crushing old survivors. Yeah. So do you want any thoughts on the last survivor finale? Someone was asking about that on Instagram. See, now I've watched like three seasons. I know of survivor I had to remind myself the finale. So I'm like, what the hell even happened? Jake. Oh, yes. D1. Sorry, guys. Spoilers. Yeah. You yeah. should have watched right now. Austin D and Jake, which I did find yep. out. So I was telling you and uh, Chip when we were out to dinner the other night that Sia, uh, the musician, insane, is a super fan of the show. So every season she awards her favorite player a hundred thousand dollars. Insane, and she's been awarding, I guess, two like the top three. So the top player that she loves gets a hundred thousand, and then the other two get fifteen thousand each. Top player this season, Katora. <gasps> Yes. And then okay. Caleb and Jake each got 15 grand. Here's the thing. Uh, that makes me really like Sia. Yeah. <laughs> um, I know she's problematic in some ways. But also, Katora really... Sh I loved her. But she shit the bed. I know. She should have broken a up the alliance. I know. That's a, Twitter was... A See, I didn't get to experience it. the Twitter because my favorite part. Chip was out of town. Mm. He still had one more week. So we watched it the night it came out. Mm. But he literally started watching it at 1 a.m. Because oh, he yeah. was on Bar Rescue. Yeah. He had to be at work at 9 a.m. He started watching it at 1. We <laughs> FaceTimed each other every time there was a commercial break to, oh to fast forward and make sure we were like, start, and then three, two, one, hit play, That's hang so up on cute. each other. But so he was up to like 4 a.m. I was up to like 1 a.m. <laughs> Um, but so then I, I didn't get like the Twitter of it all yeah. because I fully didn't look at Twitter for like two days, which yeah. smart. 
honestly, I should just delete it. It feels I know. so weird to go like, let me just get rid of something that has a shitload of followers. Not that I use it, but I again, only, dumpster purge. Only look up what people say about TV shows I watch. That's yeah. the only way I use it now. I know. I don't want to support that piece of shit. But um, okay. Oh God. But we've been crushing Survivor, so I need yeah. something else because I'm doing damp January. Okay. Here's the deal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Here's there's, the deal. There's a yeah. There's a what's is damp an adjective? I'd say so. So yeah. there's an adjective for every mood of January. Well, damp, damp. Yeah. It's a not dry, yeah, but it's right. moist. It's yeah. moist. I was saving the people from yeah, me yeah, saying yeah. moist. Um, but so anyway, because I have too much to do to be slightly hungover uh-huh. for the next month, which I've been for the past month because of holidays and parties and all that jazz. Yeah. However, there's a couple things that are like. Fun that like Chip got us tickets to go see Juvenile, (gasps) and like I've loved Juvenile for twenty five years. You know, there's that. There's I have a friend coming. Our friend Matt Mills is coming into town. I haven't seen him in three years. I'm gonna want to drink with him. Yeah, I want. I want to drink the night we like finish my cookbook photography. So I'm 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 calling them my hall passes. Nice. Okay. I have like a couple of hall passes. Okay. But other than that, I'm gonna be very bored. Think about how good your body feels. I know. And this mindfulness. is mindfulness. The mindfulness that I have around not drinking is literally the mornings are awesome. Yeah. And if you focus on like how good it feels to wake up. Right. And honestly, I like you'll get texts from me at like 730 in the morning because I wake up and I am productive. No, and it's I like know. I've become a morning person in that, that sense. So just focus on that. That like that uh, that part of the day feels Right. Once you get through your anxiety sleep from that. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Last night, you know, because it was January 1st, I was just up till 2.30 in the morning because my body was like, where's our go-go juice? Yeah, like, yeah. where is it? But So I was like watching TikTok with subtitles because Chip, uh, you know, Chip is in bed for four seconds. He's asleep, God, you know, so I'm so up for jealous. another two and a half hours. Yeah. Um. And, and the thing is, too, he's coming off of just playing Warzone. So yeah. he goes from literally being like, <laughs> son of a bitch, it's coming. Oh, I'm dead. Oh, blah, blah, blah. Oh. Gets in bed. How? 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 But so I got sucked into, um, I'm kind of obsessed with all the like hot girl stuff. On oh, TikTok? what's going on? You have to explain it to me. Well, I, TikTok is, I don't haven't know been if on it. hot girl is the right word, but you know how like last year there's thing that was like, oh, I'm on my hot girl walk. Okay. Where yeah. I like get cute and go walk. Yeah. Now it'll be like kind of like hot girl, like nighttime routine. Some, oh. Someone who's a Gen Zer right now is listening to this being like, we don't call it that. <laughs> but <laughs> this is how we understand it. Okay. But like there's uh, one of the big things now is at night, like if, instead of drinking, like yeah. having like a very nice, fun protein dessert. Be protein like, dessert protein Ooh. dessert where they're like i'm gonna get my protein and like you know yeah and here's a dessert but also these like sleepy mocktails smart so there's like magnesium Fun. i guess helps you go to sleep magnesium people are screaming about magnesium so now the big thing is magnesium and a little bit of um like tart cherry juice Oh. And they're like sleep like a baby. So I'm gonna start. You I'm gonna start. Exper- I might be making some TikToks to be like, Grandma here, yeah. coming to review all your hot girl shit. You should. You should. <laughs> and also, what a great sneaky way to get educated and tell me about all yeah. of it. Because I literally now that like, okay, my hair will start growing back and my skin will start evening out again. Hopefully, fingers crossed. Because like my skin texture like changed through the whole chemo oh, process. Texturally, I'm yeah. like, because your skin is clear as hell. It's it goes in waves. Okay. And so like I need to rediscover a routine now. And I was literally yeah. being like, I need to Google like what do you do for skin for a lady in her thirty-eighth year of life? <laughs> I have like forgotten how to yeah. do I've forgotten how to put makeup on. I have forgotten how to like dress myself. And I'm like, I'd like to take some care what into do ladies do. <laughs> yeah, oh my god. Oh, no. So I have to get into that algorithm. I I'm having fun watching it while not doing any of it. So yeah. I'm gonna try to institute but also like you know me like 80% of the time I'm in a long distance relationship. So when Chip's home, I'm like flipping tables, having fun, <laughs> like all bets are off, but I need yeah. to take care of myself. I went to um, Whole Foods yesterday to get stuff to make dinner Yeah. last night. And uh, I was like, oh, I need to re-up. Let's get some, let's get some gummy vitamins. Let's do this. Yeah. And then I'm looking and I'm Grace. It was like one of those moments in your life where I went, oh, women's multivitamin. Mm-hmm. Women 40 and plus yep. multivitamin. Uh-huh. And it was like, my yep. brain cracked. And yeah. I was like, oh my God, <laughs> I'm a new genre of vitamin. I've yeah, entered the new bracket. Uh, oh. Yeah. Oh my God. This morning, I bought Elliot and I 
extra strength melatonin gummies. Oh, see, I can't so do it. So there's regular melatonin and now there's extra strength that we're going to try out and it might, I don't know, not work out. Okay, we'll see. here's the deal. That's why I need to try this magnesium yeah. and cherry and like all, all of, you know, I need yeah. to try the like, don't bring your fucking phone in here yeah. and instead bring Read a, book. a book. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I need, I, need, I need to try it. But, um, but melatonin, yeah, I have never taken it and not woke up sweating from a nightmare. Yeah, you texted me. You were like, "Does melatonin give you crazy <laughs> dreams?" Yeah, and I've been just chomping melatonin for years. Really? So I was just like, "I don't know. Maybe I haven't kept a track record because I was also taking different stuff during chemo to sleep, like I, like right. Ativan and stuff." So, oh no. uh, my sleep has been great, and uh, but also I smoke a lot of weed, That's which true. also affects your dreams. Not in a, like it doesn't help you dream. Okay. Okay. Maybe so. I'll... Maybe you should smoke weed. You I... should actually smoke weed if you're maybe gonna. That's re- my resolution is to get more into weed. Yeah, <laughs> I'll tell you, it's not bad. I it's know. Really I just I have so much anxiety about. Uh, I laugh too hard. Well, try and then I freak myself first. out. Okay, <laughs> I'll try that first because I'm. But melatonin, it's like one quarter of a bite. I'll be like, and that's for the sniper, <laughs> and that's for the kidnapping, and that's for the rats. Oh, speaking of, I said to you, huh? We started to, we went all the way back to season one Survivor. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I said, I can't watch this. There were so many rats. Yeah, yeah. I was like, I need them to be on an island and I need their, us to pretend there are no rats. Yeah. You forget that they at one point were given like chickens to kill and cook I for know. themselves. It's crazy. <laughs> I was just like, I can't, I can't go back to rat time. I can't. Yeah. Um, I did want to share one gift that Chip got me, which I, yeah, because it's kind of, it's a collaboration. Okay. Uh, is that he okay so dodgers um the they, baseball team the yeah the baseball yeah. team um they i guess you can get like custom shirts like with your last name on the back yeah, yeah. you know like you could anywhere but that chip had like a couple friends who tried to do it with like something funny and they yeah. won't because oh. you know it's like a family establishment <laughs> okay. so they're not going to be like yeah, yeah. we're not going to put 69 and yeah. you know like <laughs> motherfucker on the back and so and we were talking about like other ones they tried where they're literally like no you yeah. can't get it no, we know what you're doing here. Yeah. So I was like, I'm going to think of one. Yeah. And this was just like, I think it was the morning we were doing the fantasy draft. Yeah. We we're just coming up with them riffing. And then Chip ended up getting the one made that I came up with. Because I was like, you need something that sounds like it could be a baseball player's last name. Right. So. What is it? It's, um, I am. Getting me as. <laughs> getting me as. <laughs> Get and me as. Get in me ass. If so, if you read it fast, I want you to Why? get in me ass. Why does it sound like Scottish? But also Spanish. Yeah. So I'm number eight, getting me ass. Damn, girl. Damn. <laughs> so we were like, we got through. He gave it to me. He was like, you got through, kid. I was like, get me ass. That is so <laughs> funny. So stupid. I love it. Oh, that's so good. Oh, well, you guys. I am so excited for the year ahead. Yeah. So excited for cancer-free grace. Yeah. I mean, fuck yes. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, uh, what an amazing time of year to have such amazing news. Truly, How truly. Cool. Um, thanks for listening us. Uh, thanks for listening to us earnestly ramble. Yeah, for five years now. Thanks, yeah. guys. Incredible. We love it. We'll be back next week with some uh, hijinks and guffaws and lols. Yeah. Um, but I need to watch the Dancing Dog show. But yeah. first, I have to take the these two tiny dogs to go to the vet and they are about to be passed. I know. They have a big day ahead of them. Anyway, this got weird. Yeah.